That's right, we are on the streets, on the corner, in the boardroom, and all up in your ears for another episode of the Almighty Rap Show with yours truly, Adam Rap, and that's Rap with two Ps, but there's only one. Almighty Dollar. That's right, and he is to my right as we watch the riveting action here on the Deuce tonight. Ball. You know it's getting closer and closer to summer, Dollar. I think that guy was wearing flight mints. Uh, he probably has a, a full-on, yeah, uh, sponsorship. Yeah, we uh, we left the the cornhole action. The, oh yeah, the women's division. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to run. yeah. Yeah, the youth of America. We get that Johnsonville sponsorship. And their cornhole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to lose weight, though. Well, what would be the um, the flight man version of Johnsonville? Would it be Peterville? Brotman. Peterville. Or Brotman. Brotman. Brotman sausages. That yeah. actually might be something you look into. I mean, into. it looked like Brotman. Their logo was a little fatter <laughs> than your normal logo. Kind of like the, uh, <laughs> the flight man logo I put on our logo. Yeah. You can yeah. find it at the Almighty Rap with those same two Ps. And uh, we've got a great four days ahead of us, man. There's a lot going on, including right here in H-Town, where the show goes down each and every week, right here from the lair. I'm really, really starting to settle in here. I love it, you know, spending time here with you. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Hold on, Chase. Hang in there, buddy. Keep, keep it down over there, buddy. Hang in there, buddy. Don't die and stay quiet. I mean, come on now. Chase has made it through almost, what, 11, 12 episodes? I mean, Something come like on. That. Chase, you got to keep rolling now. 19 years old and 11 episodes. Oh, my gosh. 11 episodes in, and this is only season one. I love it. We're going to ride through the NBA Finals, uh, which is mid to late June. Hopefully, the hometown team right here in H-Town, Houston Rockets, uh, are still playing and survive in advance against their old nemesis, which is funny to say because normally here in H-Town, it's the Mavericks or it's the Spurs or, you know, even back in the day, it was the Knicks or anybody they had to go through. And now it's the old guy on the block. The old champ on the block, at least in the NBA dollar, is the Warriors, who built the team, you know, uh, with some young talent through the draft. Had Mark Jackson kind of build the toughness of the team, I believe, as we watch the all-female matchup in Spike Ball. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we'll give you that action later. Probably not, but it's pretty intense, especially when Straight they're barefoot. barefoot. Like yeah. that's what is it? The hippies versus? Oh, it's a uh, Chris 2.0. Yeah, Chris 1.0 didn't wear shoes, or she wore shoes. She wore flight mans, and they messed okay, up you, her feet. Yeah, you're way above my head at this point. I'm this sorry, man. This is this is riveting. Go look up some Nickelodeon ball. we're talking about, and, and you'll know. see. Yeah, well. Oh, I see. Chris 2.0 is the name of the team. I wasn't seeing that. Versus Easy Pass. Yeah. After watching uh, the mixed doubles, what was it? Riff Raff versus Happy. Yeah. Those you know, sound like some spike ball names when you see what this sport is. Something like that. Well, when we prepare ourselves for the long months of the summer, where. Uh, so, about the NBA playoffs. Well, I was going to say, when the baseball, <laughs> when the NBA playoffs are over and the baseball begins, and we'll talk baseball actually uh, a lot more tomorrow on Saturday. People love the Saturday morning shows. You know, we say, wake up, have your bowl of cereal. If, if you can still find a cartoon, you know, bacon maybe. Bacon and eggs, preferably. Yep, that's the way. Bacon that's, and that's really the way to go. Organic like eggs. Like a whole slab. Organic eggs. Sure. Thick cut bacon. As long as they're, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, 
roaming. Not cage free, but uh, free roam, yeah. uh, free range, free range. Yeah, yeah let those chickens, man, do yeah. their thing. Let, let all animals. Yeah, let them really. eat worms and stuff. No grains. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't need to mean that. Same crap. with the cows. I mean, who wants to jam a bunch of cows into their own feces and their own? Pens? I don't care what you do with the cows. I don't eat beef. Ah, me neither. Wow, it makes two of us. And I know a lot of raps at home that don't eat beef either. So. Maybe you guys should listen to the Almighty Rap and get yourself healthy, get yourself right. Kind of like the Rockets got themselves right against the Jazz Dollar as we left yeah, our boy. fans and as followers predicted. and listeners last week. Yes, we predicted that they would take care of business after uh, splitting at home. But I think, well, you know, it, it's it's a young Jazz team that really looks like it has potential. It's not a flash in the pan type of team and in the era of sports and we'll talk about it when we do talk baseball uh tomorrow we'll we'll talk more about the new era of sports and you see really the dying breed of of over signing or overpaying for the name on the back of the jersey now and it's a lot more organizational build in the champions that we've seen as of late think about the cubs the astros and baseball the last two champs uh, hopefully the Texans and the way they're doing things the with Eagles. yes the Eagles absolutely even Nick yep. Foles Villanova they don't typically pay as much as Duke no and they have guys stay for three Wait, years no, they just spread the money a- out I'm sorry that's amateur basketball they spread the money out over three <laughs> years instead of one and done yeah plus and they don't spend all their so money on evident. hookers like like Patino oh jeez I think <laughs> they don't spend money on the hookers they bring the hookers for the players I don't think there's ever money exchanged in those situations apparently I'm pretty sure they're paid so, well somebody gets paid yeah absolutely but I'm you know, saying those, I think these I high think, school athletes Adam aren't bringing money for hookers on their visits no, no no I'm not talking about that but I'm saying Patino ain't paying the hookers himself he's got people to do that yeah but yeah. it's coming from the program Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He, in, 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 yeah, yeah. in sense alone. No, point being, it's coming out of his budget, whether it's his official budget or not. But I guarantee Anyways, you, I dig- at some but point, I digress. that was recommended to entice these recruits to come and sign at your school. I mean, that's all you got is these deals under the table. And that's why amateur athletics should just all become professional. Only a minor Patino would invent a hooker service for. I mean, what do you think the top spike ball player gets paid? A bag of weed and free gear yeah, for the maybe day some at the LS, tournament. Some LSD, probably some a tie dye shirt. Shrooms, you got to keep it natural. Tie dye shirt. We're all natural you know, here. Uh, yeah, definitely tie dye shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no shoes. No, no. No, like a fanny pack. I feel like. Well, that might some wait. umbro shorts. That could, that could be cumbersome. Definitely some umbro shorts. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones you uh, the girls flip up there underneath their shirts. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But okay, let's get back to the Rockets. I think the inevitable is on the table. I don't want to talk about the Rockets because you know how Houston fans are. You know we believe, and as much as I believed in 2005 with the Astros, I never really thought they belonged there. I thought it was kind of in that mold of what we were just discussing, and we'll discuss more tomorrow, especially in the baseball world, of, of building through the draft and the young players and minor league organizations. But, I mean, if you think about it, you know, the era of 2005 Astros versus the way they did it last year here in Houston was totally different. I didn't, I didn't really think of Roger Clemens. Yeah, he's a hometown guy, but he always played on the East Coast. He was an American League East Coast pitcher with that, you know, mentality. Boston, Toronto, too, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's and then basically... And then going back to the Yankees. Basically New York. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, when you're, one of your pro football teams of the state plays in that city, it's close enough. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Right across we'll the share pond. the fandom, as you can say. So, at least with this Astros team I had, last year's Astros team, I had some real joy because you saw these guys coming up. Similar to Philadelphia, you spoke of Villanova a second ago. Philadelphia, they bowed out. We'll talk Eastern Conference uh, for sure tonight. Yeah, and, uh, Sixers. Yeah, well, but they're still early days, and, and every sports talk host in the world is going to compare it to the Bulls having to go through the Pistons and, the, you know, the Lakers having to go through the Spurs. And, you yeah, know, I think those it's... proverbial, we have to beat those guys, and they're way too young. They're still rookies. You've got a second-year rookie in Ben Simmons and a third-year rookie, basically, in Embiid. They're talking a lot, barking at the guys when they're down 3-0, things like that. They'll learn from, and that's fine. You know, and I think they're the Rockets... Losing seven-point leads with minimal time left, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think the, the Eastern Conference is just as exciting and just as intriguing as as the Western Conference, where the hometown Houston Rockets play. Disagree. But I think, oh, oh, I agree totally, because you've got a situation Obviously where you... you agree with your own assessment. Well, I think that's the consensus overall. I agree, I agree with the consensus that Brad Stevens is the face of the Celtics now and that, that real coaching and real philosophy in a in a college setting like a Villanova or a, a, a Davidson where he was, they built those teams for three or four years. Oh, yeah. So you have almost like a pro type of style offense that you can run out-of-bounds plays are so important in the NBA, especially in the playoffs when it comes down to one possession. And he's got that down now with a group of guys who is now led by Al Horford after their two main stars that they signed. Right, Jason Tatum, too. That guy's pretty clutch. Hey, I, I, that whole team is, is a team, but I think that's a, a more of a tribute to Brad Stevens. Oh, absolutely. Than I LeBron mean, James carrying a bunch of, you know, also rands that had to come in at midseason to shake things up just for LeBron to be motivated to, to go for another finals Absolutely. Run. I mean, let's say when they brought in Gordon Hayward, Hayward and, then, and then if I'd have told you they'd have Kyrie by the end of the year, and I said, and they'll be in the NBA Finals. You probably wouldn't be shocked at that point. But then if I told you, oh, and uh, Kyrie and Gordon will be done by the end of the regular season. Then, let's just then you'd probably be pretty freaking shocked. And you would say, well, then Brad Stevens obviously coached his ass off. Right. Yet didn't get any, not one. No, he got one. He's 29 to oh, one. for himself then. Of course. Of course you did. <laughs> Because yeah. you know what the other guys did? Yeah. They all voted for Dwayne Casey. You know why? Right. Because they knew he was going to flop in the playoffs, so they wanted his ass to keep that job. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Let's just continue on with the Eastern talk, and this will just be a great tease for the hometown folks that want to hear us talk Rockets Warriors. That's coming up in the Western Conference. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about, to be honest. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, Think about on. this. Think about this. If you look at LeBron, what's the difference between LeBron during the regular season as of the last five years, six years now. And by the way, my argument last week, if anybody listened, and I know you're listening because I see the listens and the analytics, but when I said that LeBron is the GOAT, he went out this week, ladies and gentlemen, twice and and even bolstered my argument 
And it's not just the shot he hit off of the foot, the fallaway driveway shot that you take before your mom calls you in for the night and you want one more shot. He practices those type of shots oh, obviously yeah. every single yeah. day of his life. That shot to him is just a normal jump shot. Absolutely. Like you and I would shoot a free throw. But my, my point is, you know, muscle memory and, and that that whole concept. But the thing about LeBron is, is he literally is the only guy in the NBA that can turn on a switch. The difference between LeBron in the regular season and the difference between Le- what LeBron does in the playoffs is A, is my team willing and able to do and, and go beyond limits that they ever have before, whether you're a veteran or a young guy that came in midseason when they made the trade to shake it up and get D-Wade out of there? And, and, and LeBron's only going to be motivated by the people around him. And if he thinks that those guys are at least in it to win it, he literally can turn it on like Jordan could. And, and my other point about him being the GOAT is is one of the other all-time greats, Bill Russell. If LeBron now finishes the job, defeats the Boston Celtics and Brad Stevens and, and Al Horford and, and Marcus Smart and guys that are going to be in his face and play defense, Marcus Morris, who we saw, you know. No, but LeBron's 260. I, I, I'm not worried about it. It's LeBron. I'm talking about their mentality coming at He beat at a him. weak Raptors team. Right. Right, who, he who beat, so he's fun. going to beat a young Celtics team. There's nothing in the East that, yes, he's had great moments. Yes, he's played great. It's been eye-popping plays. These games shouldn't have been that close that he had to shoot that shot to begin with. You're talking and, about one and, on but five there's nothing, like it's so there's, normal. There's, there's nothing he can do in the Eastern Conference playoffs, to me, that will really put him past Jordan. If he continues that and wins a championship, now you've got your argument. Wait, now wait. I think you can have him on that same level. He'll be the first level. player. And by the way, you can follow at Almighty Dollar if you want to leave him negative, nasty comments. Please or, do. Please or do. Say, hey, I totally up in the agree. DM. Yeah. Or hit us. Comment. Download Anchor. Send me an angry voice message. Cuss me out. I'll play it on. I'll play it during the show. You hear that, Killer Kyle? I am not scared. As a matter of fact, what if we just call Killer right now? Just to call him live. But I think he'll tell you too. Oh, Soy Latte's right there. Sorry, Soy Latte. He wants to hear a new Z track, apparently. We'll go into the Anchor app and we'll call Killer Kyle on. And, and I'll tell you what. LeBron does have another level. He is, if you look at him, and I'm not a big analytics guy, but if you look at just common sense and the way he plays during the regular season, especially this year, 15th season, 82 games, you can go in and look analytically at the pace of play. And I'm not saying that he's a, you know, free bird or, you know, he's down the court, uh, what do they call it, when you're... Snowbird, when you're down the court waiting for the pass and waiting for your guys to rebound and kick it out. But if you look at it, in a way, he does pace himself in that manner and that way to not put that wear and tear on top of his education and knowledge now of off-season physical fitness, sleeping in hyperbaric chambers, having the world's best trainers. Right. Know, they're not like Belichick and the Patriots and they tell LeBron Jordan did what he did and played poker till three in the morning was at the casino that's, and ate pizza <laughs> that's greatest in other ways too I, that's that's you can't, you can't do it at the same time you're gonna have to stop this oh we will 
can't get him on the phone. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll actually see if uh, Kilo call in. We'll take a quick break here. Um, but I think that if any one team, and you you did mention that, yeah, we thought this result would happen, and we thought that Kyrie would be leading his own team as a little alpha dog coming back against his old big dog brother, uh, and and seeking revenge and showing that he made the right decision by leaving. But it's a totally different roster on both sides of the East. So, yeah. All right, Dalla, I'm gonna put you on the spot after we. Get Killer on the phone, and we'll get a couple minutes from him. Uh, one of our OG NBA, uh, I guess you could say, celebrity analysts right here from H-Town. He's a diehard LeBron fan. Um, and my point, about, some LeBron. my point about as much Bill as Russell is LeBron will be the first player to go to eight straight conference finals championships. And it's probably, impressive. Uh, I'm sorry, he is now, but he will... Uh, only him and Bill Russell will be on Mount Rushmore as far as eight straight finals. Appearance. That's an impressive stat. If he had been in the Western Conference and done that the last eight years, this argument would not be happy. I, w- I wouldn't be making we this We definitely argument. need to go to break. Follow him at Almighty Dollar. Follow me at The Rap himself. That's Rap with two Ps. Why is that, Dollar? Because two Ps is more than one. It is. Better than That's one. absolutely a Catholic school education. Two right P's there, are better so. than one, I think, is the actual. Um, we'll go to a quick break. I'm going to get a killer on the phone right now. I'm going to tell him what you said, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we couldn't get him on the phone. He's probably still pulling up for... Celebrating that LeBron victory. Celebrating the GOAT, the quote-unquote GOAT. Yeah, I just, I can't emphasize enough. And and you're right, Dal. I mean, of course, if he played in the Western Conference, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. 
and you know that'd be scary well yeah i, I would she would i don't she think my old? my grandmother well, would. would that wouldn't change your lineage you still would have been born my, she wouldn't have any kids well that, my my grandmother right exactly <laughs> yeah my cousins definitely shout out to nico and jenny um but no on in all seriousness uh just want to send a special rest in peace and Shout out to my granny. Uh, we called her Gigi. She was Gigi Cool Cat when she sent us our birthday or Christmas cards. You got to understand, she was the mother of 10 kids, my mom being the oldest in a Catholic family growing up on the southwest, southwest side of Houston in the Corpus Christi Parish, uh, school and parish. And, uh, you know, of course, that means there's like 25, 30 of us cousins, first cousins, um, who all just adored the woman. Yep. But she never forgot from 10 kids to, you know, all those grandkids and now great grandkids and never forgot anybody's birthday. Everybody got a little card. Everybody got a little note. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an incredible woman, sounds like. I uh, wish I would have known her myself. Yeah. And uh, I got no argument against that goat right there. I mean, <laughs> there you, you will hear no arguments from the dollar on this one. Granny of all time, yes. So uh, she passed this week. And the funniest, I guess, ironic part about it is she was supposed to go to yoga class and she was very active. And, uh, She's probably had, teaching it, huh? She, she was still driving at 90, and they took took the car away just because of the other people on the road these days, these young Right, they were going too and slow. And, well, their phones. They yeah. Were, yeah, their phones and texting and driving and she all that. She was swinging and banging on them. And, and yeah, she, she, she wasn't having it. Two, she's, uh, what is it, uh, 3 o'clock and, and 9, nine o'clock. Yeah, yep. keep your hands on the wheel. Yeah. Uh, but she also loved to walk everywhere. She would walk to work and walk down to see the blue bonnets, and we are going to have a ceremony where we spread her ashes in the blue bonnets uh, between Austin and Houston. Very fitting, very fitting. Where all 10 of her kids reside pretty much. Um, and so just big, big shout out to my granny. Um, she, she actually, she bumped her head and the concussion symptoms 48 hours later uh, didn't allow her to breathe anymore. And I think it was, you know, short, sweet. And, and that's what you want for a healthy, you know, 92 year old woman who's still, you know, like my other grandmother, grandmother rap, uh, on my dad's side, she's she's still kicking it at, at around the same age. So, she's my last grandparent. It's it's just it's it's I guess perspective and and just looking at life and you know of course you can make anything a sports metaphor and when you get up there in age and you get up there in maturity and experience, um, there's a point where you peak and you're at your all-time peak and then you start to to slip in areas where you thought it was so easy to you know hit that switch as we were talking about with lebron kind of like my hair game in college really you know after after middle school man i i didn't keep up with your hair game I, well high I, school it was strong i never saw and you i never saw you as soon as i graduated high school it was done yeah done deal yeah yeah oh literally done deal yeah pretty it. much yeah i never could get the wave by the time i got to college man, the wave that was the, i blame the water the to begin dollar with. that was the dollar they called that yeah that haircut oh yeah that was yeah, like no, I, I was like an extra on 90210 basically when i got to westbury i had uh, shaved everything but just the bangs part of my hair mm-hmm. and uh yeah lee sonmore shout out to lee sonmore speaking uh, of the goat that's when you were i think you were in the, the goats, goats at the time. exactly thank you for that <laughs> that was dope that was dope so All anyways right. so, yeah. so just to sum up my position and we'll wait for killer to call in yeah but just to sum up my yeah. position yeah. i don't have a strong argument against this i just think he's on the trajectory if you ask me when he retires will he be the goat i say absolutely yes I just think 
He's one tick away, and he's got to do one more thing for me. Maybe this year, maybe next year, maybe three straight years. Let me ask you. Then he'll be, then right, it'll be no doubt in my mind. Right as we segue into the Western Conference, that's a perfect way to segue. If LeBron beats either the Warriors or the Rockets, which are by far, to me, top to bottom, the two best teams in the NBA. Absolutely. This is the NBA Finals. Yeah, 1A and 2B. Right. 1A being the Rockets and 2B I could say that going in. The Warriors somehow. I don't know why I do that, but... I could say that going in, (laughs) but what have I said all along until James Harden finishes the job? And and Chris Paul is here for the ride, okay? Chris Paul is here. I don't know if he's here for the ride. He was driving the bus that last game. Th- that's what I was going to say. He he came in, I think, very humbly and, and let James still in his own little brain behind that beard. There's a brain in there. And sometimes he even speaks, I promise. But yeah, he, got he, his brain he back slowly after made his way from the back of the RV up to like, nah, partner. Hey, I got this. Let me drive. <laughs> Yeah, if you can like hear that, that Van Gundy commercial, I'm patting, I'm patting uh, Flight Man over here on the back because that's 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 pretty much what happens. Is is Chris Paul just got the monkey off his back, and now it's on. Now it's like okay, I can dance, I can I can celebrate this moment because it's a moment I've never been in my NBA career. Yeah, Chris he Paul really talking about. didn't celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, but I think that there was some some. Maybe even at least not internally. Post. Internally, I think there was that. Woo! That little, you know, that sure. Isaiah Thomas dance. Remember while that? He, he while he was making those shots, I guarantee that was what he was feeling because yeah. he was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. That was possibly the the greatest Rockets playoff performance of all time. And that's why the difference between the top of the show when I said the Astros and this team—it's hard to love. This team has gone through a lot of changes, even post T Mac and Yao. Because I think that that was, that was like, okay, yeah, that's the era of bringing the superstars to uh, accommodate your homegrown guy, which was Yao. But you know, Yao was such a freak, I and mean, that was just an experiment in relations with China. That's a whole other podcast. But um, I think yeah, we don't want to talk I, about I think Yao that relations. This rendition, we man, discussed that last week. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was Lin. As the face for a minute, and then they realize, oh wait, we can actually get James Harden, the sixth man of the year, you know, stud scorer for nothing in college for nothing. A couple guys that we got off the scrap heap in the draft. Uh, yep. you know, Kevin J- Martin, Jeremy Lamb, Jeremy Lamb. There. Yep. I'm there when they introduced Lamb. I thought to myself, this kid looks 12. How is he going to play in the NBA? And sure enough, he was out of town before you knew it. And they brought in Harden, and Harden was the first time he had. The spotlight, the proverbial spotlight. Yeah. So I've always said that this team is a, is because it is pieced together, and Chris Chris Paul may be the final piece now that he's got his, you know, the chip off of his shoulder. Now everything else is just going to be gravy for him, and there's no expectations. Not one reporter will bring it up anymore. Not one ESPN, you know, national publication, anything will be said about Chris Paul can't get to the Western Conference, you know, or Eastern Conference Finals because he's done it. So yeah, he's done it, and I don't think anybody, including yourself, granted, if they don't show up and they get swept and they're just completely outcast, it's going to be ugly. But if they lose to the Warriors, which I don't think they will, still. 
I still think the Rockets will pull it out. But if they lose to the Warriors, I don't think there's going to be a lot of shame in that. No! This is one of the greatest teams of all time. Mm-hmm. They do have two championships under their belt already. They're looking pretty healthy you're right now. About the Warriors. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, that's they're looking what's... healthy right now. Right. They're playing well. Andre Iguodala has dipped into the fountain of youth yet again back in the starting lineup. Yep. They, what do they call it? The uh, It's like Martha Vineyard 5 or yeah, something. Yeah, it's something the, corny. The, the, what do they call like they're, it? They're the Hampton 5. The Hampton 5. What, the, what does that even come from? Is this some they Hampton all, Inn? They all had a beachfront vacation where they acted like Jay-Z and they probably went out on a yacht and heard oh Big Pippin. They're def- They're not winning this. You series. remember how they had the, the Hampton boat? Five was yes. gonna no. Yeah. It, no, this thing is over. In, the Hampton Five will be done in five. Ooh, hot take. With the Houston Rockets going on to the finals, who do you have going from the Eastern Conference? The Cavs, as I've been saying. Yes. Okay. I don't. Sure. I don't think the young sure. the young Celtics, barring major injury, I don't think uh, that they can beat LeBron and the Cavs. I think that, again, another team finding its step. Guys like Tristan Thompson are finally stepping up. J.R. Smith Kyle doesn't Corver. look terrible. Kyle Corver is looking like, you know, the Steve Kerr he's coming of off the his, Bulls, he's you know? He's off a brother's death just a few months ago. Oh, wow. I mean, that's that's tough in itself in life, yep. you know? And then having to... You go one way or the other when that happens. Yeah. You either get challenged and you accept that challenge or you, you fade in the distance. And This guy right here to my right... Rest in peace, Paul. Rest since in we're, paradise. Yeah, man. Since we're uh, shouting out Granny, go over and uh, give Big Big Paul a They're hug for us. They're probably drinking beer up there right now. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. met each other by now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Granny would sip a little bit, you know, have a little wine, you know, a little, uh, what do they call it, uh, hors d'oeuvres, anti-pasta. Because I, I know Paul's not doing the yoga class up there. I'll no, no. Granny, <laughs> Granny, she's got she's got the yoga down. Let her handle that. Paul, Paul can meet her afterwards for beverages. But, yeah, I mean, that's a tough situation. You know, and, and you work a job, Dollar, where, you, you know, it's, it's a, I'm not saying you're an everyman, but you, you work a job where it's, you got to be around people. You know, if you're, if you're going to continue and take the challenge of going on with life, that's tough, man. And so for Corver to bounce back at, in his job on the team that gets the most scrutiny and right. the most heat in the, no pun intended, in the NBA, as far as under the microscope, it's, it's wherever LeBron is. And so I think the, the irony is that these guys, remember Kevin Love came out after the All-Star break where he left the game because guys were clowning him saying, uh, you're, you know, you got the flu, Kev, and they were, and he, I guess, went and got treatment or, or did some, uh, some therapy and, and, and come Sunday, uh, on our sick drop Sundays, uh, we'll talk about This Is America and how that all intertwines and they did a Migos skit about going to therapy. We're gonna we're gonna preview it. If you haven't seen Dala, maybe we can get the audio from it, play a little bit for everybody on Monday. But yeah, we'll talk that. We'll talk about Donald Glover versus Childish Gambino, and and how I appreciate Donald Glover much more than I appreciate uh, the music of Child Gambino. Uh, we'll talk about these tinkers on my feet and the quality and the, the marksmanship and craftsmanship that goes. I'm watching the Army commercial. I said marksmanship. Marines instead actually, of uh, I sorry, uh, Marines. I said marksmanship, <laughs> but I mean you gotta have a steady eye to to, to be a sneaker designer like Tinker Hatfield. Absolutely, and, uh, very very happy that, that this pair was blessed to me on the day that my granny did pass away. She was one that always appreciated my style, and she would 
Me and my cousin Shane, we would have our new fresh Jordans on. And she would say, ooh, nice shoes. Nice. It's just a, and it's, the irony is my Mimi, my other grandma, on my dad's side, she was the one that would buy them for me. She would take me school shopping. So anyway, uh, this is a great way for me to take the challenge and move on and, you know, Absolutely. and not be sad because she was just such an awesome person. No, there's there's no time for that. It's, it's up to you in, in these times to carry on that memory and take the good and what did you learn from that person and pass that on? Like, that's the, the the burden that we bear when these things happen, basically. Similar to the guy that made this beat right here, Premier. He lost one of the all-time respected, all-time legendary MCs, his partner, his brother, Guru. Guru. Rest in peace. I mean, yep. we go on and on. We've all lost people. But, you know, what happens is, is you bounce back. And like Big Sean said, and I think they ruined that song with that stupid commercial with the white kid. Uh, have you seen it? The bounce back. It's, it's oh so yeah, yeah, ridiculous. yeah. The kid, I might yeah. have took an L, but tonight and then I what's his back. name from Kim Pill pops his head up. And, yeah, the rapper showed uh, once was a night yesterday, fifty times a night. But anyway, we'll talk music. We'll talk uh, sneaker drops. We'll definitely get into. I've got a sick drop to discuss. That I'm, it's go. probably on your list. It's. Pr- I'm guessing, Maybe. you know, you Maybe. have been experiencing the same sick drop this week, but uh, possibly not. We'll yeah. see. So the, the whole Migos skit was funny. It was uh, uh, Donald Glover, Keenan, and then one of their new cast members who's great. He did a little Wayne earlier in the year, which I think you hadn't seen since uh, Dave Chappelle. But anyway, Migos went to therapy, and they were talking about it. But they did it in their mumble rap style. It's hilarious. We'll watch that. We'll... We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the This Is American video and, and why I think the artist or the actor or whatever you want to call him, Donald Glover, uh, will be so much more successful than, than the rapper, Childish Gambino. So, uh, I mean, look, I, tell me about your sick drop. I mean, is it is it? It's uh, we've we've discussed this before. Yeah. In uh, in there was a new sick drop for okay. one of my favorite pastimes. Okay. All right. It's not a spike ball like deluxe edition. No, way bigger than spike ball. Are you kidding me? Okay. Are you kidding me? All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll do that. And then, of course, Monday, our top three. Last week, um, you know, we're we're going into our third full week of shows, guys, and we're about to get out of here. Um, But, yeah, last week we had our Olympic three-on-three team, which I thought was fun, uh, with a couple alternates. We both had really good teams, and on paper, I think, it looked nice. And then we started talking, like, on court, and you're like, wait a minute. Right, and then I just dominated. And then I realized that Ben Simmons can't shoot a jumper. Yeah, I think you should. I think 20, I said that, and you were 30, like, "What?" I have Steph Curry. I'm like, percent yeah. right, but I do have Steph Curry. Uh, last but not least, uh, I'll give my opinion real quick. Just let it ride, Dollar. Give us a, a couple moments if you want to about the Rockets versus Warriors. I'm never gonna to to root against the Houston Rockets. I'm never gonna root against an organization that I have an absolute love, an absolute you know I bleed that red, but. When you piece a team together and you never really saw the manifestation of a, of a true Daryl Morey plan through the draft, like the Astros, once again, my problem with it goes into you're just making solutions on Band-Aid. Uh, you know, band-aid at a time, and what happens is, is you can't start, you can't plug all those holes. So from Jeremy Lin coming off of a run in New York that was 
all-time epic, maybe for a 30 for 30. Right, for two weeks. For two weeks, max. <laughs> and I think he only played five games within those 10 days or whatever it was. He got a contract to be the face of the Rockets. And I think they just needed to tie up the ends with... At that point, he was going to be the face yes. of the Rockets. Yes, at the off of the at China that time, but it wasn't. It wasn't long term. It wasn't ungodly money. Oh, it no. was. This is the best I got. It's not like they said, "Oh, we don't need LeBron. Let's get Jeremy Lin." You know, at that time, he's trying to cobble together whatever the hell he could get. I don't and like pickings, cobbling together though. Things were slim. Do it in the draft. Leslie Alexander was now. Leslie Alexander. We, we've discussed this before, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Leslie Alexander was never going to allow. Daryl Morey to go that direction. Since 94, 95. Since forever. <laughs> Since he owned the team yeah. until the day he sold it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I could see your point. He did the best he could. Do you agree with your own point? And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Hands down the best point I've had all night. And since what has happened, Leslie Alexander has sold, sold the, team the team to a guy that has been right there by his side building the concessions and building the, the entertainment side of the Rockets. And, and, and U of H. Very Football and basketball. Taking over Vegas and taking over Galveston. Which yeah. is our, our, you know, Baytown, our, our... Have you ever uh, seen his yacht? Baytown, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Galveston. you ever You're, seen his yacht, Tillman Fertina's uh, yacht? I, I can imagine. This thing is large. Turn on e, uh, CS... What, we went CS, to East one time, and it was parked at, yeah. at, like, the pier, you know, in Galveston. Yeah. You know how long... You know how, why that it took, like, the whole freaking... Yeah. The whole causeway up damn near, it looked like. Well, know. maybe uh, Mr. Fertitta, Mr. Fertitta, Mr. Hey, Boom Tillman Fertitta, yeah. invite us to do the show Absolutely. on your yacht anytime you want. We are there. Say, we've done the show on a boat before. You can see that on it's YouTube. True. If you just go it's look true. up the rap show, it <laughs> happened. And uh, you, can ask T- you can ask T. Davis. Big shout out to T. Davis. Uh, well, big shout out to you guys for tuning in each and every week. I just, I, I, I don't think that the Rockets plan is going to work this year because now I did think at some point when the playoffs started they might have a shot depending on how Steph comes back. Now they're only one Steph injury away from really changing my mind yep. again. Or I'm not giving up hope. Ejection. Or uh, one Kevin Durant injury, I don't think or one Clay is so Thompson injury. Crucial in this series I because think, it's it's it's. I mean, he is. You're, obviously. you're wrong about that. No, he is. He's he probably is. more I think, crucial. I think PJ Tucker. I think he's he's skill wise and contribution wise, he's going to be on the PJ Tucker level uh, for for what you know he gives the Rockets. My biggest thing is if it's healthy and they continue the trend of getting that mojo, hitting that proverbial switch with only a few guys can do, true champions can really truly do, and you can see it happening, then I think the Rockets are 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 not I just don't think that they're armed with the with the defense against the offense, against the weapons that comes in waves and it's the, the Hampton Five plus two, however you want to call those seven guys that have all been there, man, that's that's hard. And if the Rockets do that, my hat's off to them. I will praise this team for doing it. I will tell James Harden, you don't need to be a leader. Will you wear Adidas? Or the Adidas curse continues. We'll talk about that more and why another one is added to the list officially, Mr. Drizzy. Until then, we'll see you guys tomorrow, Saturday morning. Wake up. We'll talk baseball. 
maybe a little bit more basketball if we can ever get Killer Kylie on to call in. Until then, peace. Thank you.